You are listening to the Four Corners podcast with Lenny Marcus. You are listening to the Four Corners podcast with Lenny Marcus. You are listening to the Four Corners podcast with Lenny Marcus. You are listening to the Four Corners podcast with Lenny Marcus. You are listening to the Four Corners podcast with Lenny Marcus. Welcome to the Four Corners Podcast with Lenny Marcus. Joining me today, as always, is my co-host, Neil Potter. Also joining us is Mrs. Potter with no ring or ceremony, Bethel Karam. Four topics, 15 minutes each. We're just killing time. Kill it with us. Our Gmail, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram is the number 4C podcast. Subscribe on iTunes. Listen to us on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Today's guest is originally from Boston with ties to Puerto Rico and New York City. A filmmaker, photographer, producer, and director. She once casted one genius Lenny Marcus in a short film. It's Julia Friedman. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Let's learn about <laughs> Julia for 15 minutes, shall we? Okay, so I was just looking at your bio that you sent me. It's really funny. Julia Mendoza Friedman now. Yeah. What's up with that? I'm not allowed to hyphenate because it's not legally true. Um, <laughs> it's my mom. <laughs> you said I'm playing that card. That's what we're doing now. Yeah, that's what we're doing now. I mean, it's that's, not. This reminds me of the day that Neil decided he was like one millionth Arab. I'm not... And so now he's in the Arab. Con- Next thing you know, Arab Neil and I'm Bethel are Arabs Arab. in the comedy festival. <laughs> I needed a spot on stage. That's... I played the Arab. And he played, no, he I'm like half comedy Arab. Festival I'm for totally like, half Arab. Yeah. Half Arab. Not, yeah. I just we did literally my just got ancestry.com back from Yeah, what's your, what's your makeup? What's your. She's got everything. I'm down, no, I got two very specific things. My dad's an Upper East Side Jew, and my mom is like Puerto Rican, like fully grew up on the island, Puerto Rican. But the Julia Mendoza Friedman is because I can't really convince people otherwise. I talk like a Jew, I look like a Jew. It's just like <laughs> there's got to be something that insinuates. You speak fluent Spanish, though. Yeah, but that doesn't really come up, and people are very dubious of it because they like. It, 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 I'm still at the stage where, like, if I speak Spanish, it freaks people out. Like that's how much they don't want to believe I'm Puerto Rican. To uh, me, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. You can you can go and make Roma too, and boom, right there, you got it all. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> can you just break into like? Um, well, which one's stronger in your family? Like, which one do you gravitate more towards? Like, what's stronger for you growing up? Well, it's like it's a it's really confusing because my my I mean, really, like my dad, it, my dad's pretty Jewish. We grew up reformed, but like his grandpa was a rabbi. Like, we oh, did, wow. Yeah. So there we do everything. Go. But then my mom is like has like a whole like diaspora freak out. So she raised us pretty Puerto Rican, too. Like my sister, my sister had a salsa band at her bat mitzvah. That's how mixed we are. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but I grew up in like a very white Irish town. Oh, shit. So, uh, but then I went to college with a bunch of Latinos. So when I like grew up in a white Irish town, nobody believed I was Puerto Rican or like nobody knew what Puerto Rican meant. And they think that if you're not like a beautiful tan goddess, that like you can't be Latina. <laughs> but then I went to college in Florida and uh, Northern Florida where they don't really know what a Jew is. So I spent the next four years talking about what a Jew is because everybody knows what Latinos are. Because <laughs> um, yeah, that's like growing up in Texas. There are no Jewish people. Yeah, they They're don't. just not there. I've never like in Massachusetts. There's a lot of Jews, yeah. and like in Florida, there's a lot of Jews, but they they don't go near the north as they shouldn't. <laughs> right, they should not. <laughs> they should not. So I met like, for the first time in my life. I met a bunch of people who are like I've never met a Jew. 
Yeah, it's yeah. crazy, right? That's how it's Texas crazy. was. Where I just there was. No I've been to a lot of places where that's occurred, <laughs> um, but you convinced us right there by saying Latina. With your little accent. Uh, I like that. I, I knew Lenny was going to catch that. <laughs> <laughs> I catch all that stuff. Uh, What's funny is she said, um, I go, come do the podcast. She goes, are you going to make fun of me? I'm like, no, I'm not going to make fun no, of you. No, he wants to get cast in a film. That's why he, you know, yeah. he's only thinking about himself. He's like, when's my next film? But then, I mean, I met Lenny through through Judaism. Lenny Point has set a Mushu Jew. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I, that's right. I've had a gig on Christmas Eve. There's gigs all over the country for Jews because there's nothing better to do on Christmas Eve. One was in Boston. Julie and her family were in the crowd. Yeah. That's how go. the that's how it all started. That's how that's it started. What started. Really? And I saw Lenny and Lenny killed it. And Lenny like talked about like Brookline Jews making out with each other. He pointed to a very specific crowd. And he was so funny. And in your head you're like, I got a part for him. I'm I have a part him. for him. Wait, I have a part for him as the most miserable it was perfect. <laughs> she saw your inner soul. Now, did you have that? Did you have that movie Sad. already in your head when you're watching him? Uh, and, you, and you're like, oh shit, fates come together. This guy put this guy or no? I don't know that it was that conscious, but I think I like. I think I had started thinking about the character and like Lenny's like tonality is so specific. Like there's no, there's no, no one can play Lenny. Like it's true. <laughs> that's right. It's true. Yeah. There yeah. we go. When's the TV right. show happen in Lenny? When's Lenny. the TV? Never. And the <laughs> <laughs> well, miserable, see? miserable, miserable season two. But it's funny because like people, I, that was. The, the people that worked with Lenny on that short, like, still ask about Lenny, See? still talk about Lenny. Yeah, because I was in, like, pajamas in a field getting eaten by bugs. Yeah. <laughs> Who else would do that? You called Miserable. it the best six days of your year. Was not <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. The flight down there, it just, that was even crazier because it gets to, where is it? Uh, Tallahassee. Tallahassee, yeah. So you, you fly into, I don't even know where I flew into, Miami and then back. Or yeah. Fort Lauderdale, and then Pos- back, and then you Miami. take a puddle jumper, and I mean a puddle jumper to Into Tallahassee. Tallahassee. Well, it's not like it's a small and town. It's Florida There's only 10 people on that plane, I'll tell you that. And yep. I sat next to the fattest man on the planet. <laughs> yeah. So I literally, if the I was taking pictures of me mushed against the window for a good 40 minutes or whatever that is it was. karma yeah, yeah their airport really is. <laughs> their airport you can get there 15 minutes before your flight leaves they dropped me right it. on film set they dropped they, i just <laughs> they jumped out oh, parachuted yeah. out into yeah. the film set. near our far corner yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could have parachuted out and they would have filmed it and they would have added to the film yeah. so yeah. from boston boston what was it like in boston growing up there that accent's got to be so you got puerto rican you got new york jews you got bastons yeah, it's it's. I'm from Lexington, where yeah, if so you're it's not familiar, that bad. yeah, no, it kind of if you're if you do you guys know the, about the Revolutionary War, yeah, I heard of sure. it, yeah, <laughs> so I, heard about tea. I, heard it, I heard it was a game changer. Good tea. <laughs> <laughs> Which side were you on? Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure what side Neil was on. I was on whoever. I would have been talking. I would have had right. the front of the house this way, the back of the house. I would have been like for the English Neil. You know, Neil's. I would be surprised if we found some slaves in Neil's background there somewhere. Oh God! Yeah. No, we were. we had to give up I the slaves, a, man. No, I know, not, he's half Arab. So. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So wait, wait so what about yeah? What about the Revolutionary War? So it's like our town is where the Revolutionary War started. So if you want to be on the British side, you can be because we still have reenactments every year. <laughs> oh, right in your town? Yeah, right in my town. Oh wow, okay. You can join the Fife and Club. And did you do that growing up? Oh my God! I was not. No, I was not in a reenactment. But you do like you take a ladder and you go to the reenactment every year at 5 a.m. And then all the reenactors march into my town at five. Like, Wait, at say six. it again. You take a what? You take your ladder because there's a crowd and you 
to sit above the Quran. Oh, like, why are you oh. taking a ladder? Oh, yeah. Oh, you want to yeah. see it. You an integral get a sh- part of the, of, of the Revolutionary War oh, was the shit. ladder tariff. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is going and on? And everybody watches the reenactment of the Revolutionary War. Yeah, and then they have a pancake breakfast. How do you not shoot that at so some American. point? I'm writing a movie about it now. Oh, it's, you are? Yeah, it's nuts. There's, there's, in the summer, there's Tuesday night concerts at the gazebo. We have an ice cream man. We have a town movie theater. It's really Is there a guy with a fife? coming through yes <laughs> Fife There's club Fife club which weirdly enough Fife is club. Not a like, lot of Koreans in it that's what you should call the movie Fife club, <laughs> yeah, Fife Fife club. club. Exactly. Fife that's very funny <laughs> <laughs> so uh, okay so now you decide somehow through all of this with all the background or whatever I'm going to film school Oh, yeah. Right. Before we get to I don't want to get too much into film, but I want to. How would you choose? Did you have something to say? What, what, what was this growing up? Did you <laughs> you decide I want to go to film school? Yeah, it's not. It was never. It was more like, well, I guess I have to go to college. I. Uh, oh, yeah. so this was default. You didn't the, have no, love of you weren't Spielberg of Lexington. Yeah, Were you making films when you were young? Yeah, I did. I wasn't Spielberg of Lexington. I really like film is not a natural thing for me, but I uh, decided pretty young that I was only going to go to film school and I read an article about 12 years old where this guy said listen if you want to be in film it's really hard and you should learn to not have any other skills and I took that to heart so I fully no other skills actually none (laughs) (laughs) but were you acting in uh, were you acting and doing all the performing stuff and never not singing and acting and all that stuff that's what drove you to okay so you just wanted to make films yeah I just wanted to make film I got like I got a camera a little camcorder for Hanukkah I, when I was like 11, I started making movies. And then after that, I was like, uh, you know, I'm not doing anything else, which was a, a, a very preemptive decision <laughs> that I'm now like, hmm. But is your goal still film or do you want to now that the Netflix revolution, all the TV shows are coming up. So now are you starting to move into that? TV actually sounds really good because it's kind of like you can you can films like so films a nuts lifestyle films an insane lifestyle like it's not you make a film once every seven years you're trying to get investors the entire time like it's crazy and then i i like did tv for the first time this year and i found out that like you can have friends like you can have a life you can have a schedule like your life is hell for about four months but then the rest of the year you're kind of okay yeah it fits in more with the regular world what did you work on yeah i worked on uh high maintenance on hbo okay yeah that Oh man, they are very. Uh, it's like it's uh, like known as being one of the only like accurate depictions of like Brooklyn right now, and I wouldn't say New York, but like Brooklyn, and they study people hard. Oh really? Yeah. So it's super fun because it's unlike any other TV show I think, because like l- literally they would task the writers with people watching. Like just go out and people watch, and they would, oh, wow. the writers would get paid to people watch. Huh. Oh wow! wow. Yeah, so it's a good gig. Yeah. yeah, it was very fun. I always feel like HBO, though, it still hasn't. We, we, we were going through this, but we we're going to talk about it later. But they still haven't followed the Netflix formula. So they're still re- releasing a show like once a week. Yeah. It's weird. Like they haven't just. They should. Give, I like it better. But the, yeah, I think they you watching. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. They haven't just given in to just being like. Binge here's, watching. Here's 20. They just bang out all the episodes at one release, but they keep. It gets a little frustrating because we're watching True Detective, and then all of a sudden now you got to wait. Yeah, sorry, I wasn't used to that. It was it's hard. A whole week. It's like it's like a it's like a it's. Just what are they the doing end. to me? Some people wait till the end. No, but just once a week is hard. Over. I'm just saying it's just hard. Yeah, um, it's a weird. It's not that hard, Neil. It's there's no going pills. Like, that for like I don't know. Years <laughs> no, of no, but I like it when you get like Ms. Maisel. You get into it and you can finish it all in a couple couple moments. <laughs> 
Yeah, but then <laughs> you we're, we're so behind with Miss Maisel. Like, who do you talk about it with? Like, the thing about having to right. wait each it's week true. is that you, it's like the water cooler thing. Exactly. Like, you're like, oh, wow, did you catch that episode on Friday night? Like, no, but it's more no, about. No, Neil walks in and goes, oh, did you catch all 20 episodes <laughs> last night? Because I did. I, I did know. It it's house. more about my personal addiction. When I get going, I want to finish it. But yeah, exactly. That's why I stay away from Oxycontin. I know, I know, I know where that, I know where that's going to lead me. He knows, he knows himself. I will be in a room one. in Brooklyn. Well, I guess it's not Brooklyn. I guess I'll be in the Bronx somewhere shooting up heroin. Either one. You yeah, could shoot yeah. up heroin it's in Brooklyn. It's only going to end one way. They don't like no heroin in Brooklyn, Neil. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you're in Florida. And so FSU film school. Yeah. Why that place? Um, they were just really unpretentious. Like it was nice. I had, uh, I got into Tish too. And like, I, I like found out I got into Tish and I turned to my dad and I was like, I, I don't even want to tour it. I don't want to go. <laughs> you didn't want to go. You didn't want to go to New York city. Uh, no, not, Why? I, I didn't want to go to Tish. Like I didn't, uh -huh. well, my family's from New York right. and I like growing up, I hated it. Oh, I, hated New York City? Yeah, my oh, grandma lives in the Upper East Side, and I was like, this seems this is a horrible place. <laughs> Do you submit film for that? Do you have to submit film work? Uh, no, but you did have to fly down and interview. Oh, you interview. Oh, okay. wow. Okay. Yeah, so that was that was crazy. And I, it's like a super, it's a 30-person program, and I didn't, like, I, I hated, to, I went to Tallahassee, and I was like, this is a nightmare. But, like, <laughs> everybody uh, was super nice, and, like, when you went to Tish, it was like nobody would talk to you. Um, and I also like the fact that like the program is there's, which actually kind of actually upon in retrospect, wasn't the greatest idea, but they, you work straight for two and a half years. So you have no summers. Oh yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And you're just, you're there. It's like an intensive. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's the kind of college I went to too. It was three years, two summers. How did you like that? I loved it, but I felt like I got out and I was really young. Like yeah. there was that thing about, I was 20. So like it, it made me feel I felt like a baby, but I loved I loved how intense it was. Wait, you did a you just did two years of college in that's how No, my BFA what? program was three years, two summers. Oh I see. But you had to do very special things over the summers and, and stuff, so that sounds like your program a bit. Yeah, our program was three and a half years because you had to do a year of gen eds, but we it was I really loved it too, but then you also learn that like you're getting out and doing internships, which kinda sucks. Because, like a lot of other programs do that over the summer. Um, but yeah, so I, I loved it at the time, but then in retrospect, I'm like, oh, I could have used, I could have networked. Okay. And before we wrap up the segment, what are you doing now? What's going on? What have you done? You've done some shorts. You've gotten some festivals. You've mm -hmm. gotten, now you're in Manhattan. You know, a lot of people here that have come up that, that whole class that I met down there, they disperse apparently all over the country. Most of the places like Atlanta for film, New yeah. Orleans, LA. LA. Do you have New all York. your own equipment? Everything you have? You no, they don't. Just, do you have equipment? I just bought. Oh, I'm buying now. Yeah. So I'm, you have all your own shit now? Like literally as of a week ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, got a camera? Well. Yeah. Oh, Lenny's good. back in business. <laughs> back Skinny in business. I don't, I don't need anybody. I have all the equipment myself. I just see a documentary, Lenny. I oh would boy. love to do a Lenny documentary. Oh, yeah, that's not shit. I want, I want to see that. I'll the other pay side you. of miserable. I'll yeah. pay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what's the next project or what are you working on now that we should be excited about? Uh, I'm working on like my first, my documentary, which I'm really excited. I leave in a month. Or no, I'm sorry. I leave for a month in a week. I'm going to, to Puerto Rico to do a documentary on a community. What's left? 
<laughs> pretty much <laughs> like that is actually that's you know that's yeah. a good tagline it's uh yeah. <laughs> it's about a community integration artist and all about like the rural community problems that are happening there yeah, boy. Wait, which wow. is what what are you talking about oh my god um it's like an insane debt ceiling it's hurricane hurricane repair stuff forced eviction now a drought uh oh, are you in it because surge. your family's in it am i in the am in, I in the, the documentary doc- i mean your no, family's there Aren't you going to use a family to see what they're going through, a.k.a. your family would be good? Well, I love, I have one 93-year-old aunt who's super funny, and she's, like, completely in denial. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, so things can, are great? Yeah. Okay. She's very much like, Portugal's been through this before. We're fine. And you're like, okay. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, wow. Yeah. So, so she's, you're going to go film that for a month? Is that enough time? We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. So mm. we're going we're gonna to start. And you're a devout vegan still. Vegetarian. Okay, whatever. What oh, does that you mean? made a shift? You can eat a Is that salad? down or up, up shift? Uh, can you have salad? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can have salad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you bought me salad before. <laughs> yeah. Can you eat fish? Uh, uh, no, I've never eaten fish and I hate fish. You've yeah. never eaten fish in your I whole life? I hate fish. I hate and looking at fish. going to an island. But at one, point, down there. at one point you ate meat. <laughs> uh, when I stopped eating meat when I was 11. Oh, because you still... Still really? Blame? Yeah, there's a lot of parallels. That is weird. Why? Do you, do you still Maybe I'm half Puerto Rican. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you still blame your parents for making you eat meat during those early years? No, my parents. My parents are super weird about me. I just, I don't. I'm okay with stuff that looks like steak. Like I'm okay with anything, but I hate when people. I hate lobster. I hate the sound of lobster. I hate fish. I hate the full fish. But anything else is fine. You mean uh, like a chicken? Uh, my mom doesn't eat chicken. It's like it's really anything where I have to. It's visibly like that. You, you there was pain involved in killing. Eyeballs. Like, are you upset about the killing bones. of it? I hate the bones. Me too. I hate oh, bones. The bones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Jesus right. Christ. I can I, break I down food you, shit. Yeah, Thank you. I want. I admire that. I want to be a vegetarian. Do you? Yeah, I do. No, you don't. <laughs> I really do. In my heart, I really. Am. Neil, I got. I, if I get anywhere near a steakhouse, Neil's in. All right, you can forget. But that. not in my heart. all right let's talk about film i want to talk about film like when i went to uh, florida state this was pretty impressive they the program that they do is exactly what you would see on every set that you've ever been on here i mean they make it look exactly they have a production team a pre-production end a post-production end and like they're they have They're a lot not, of money. They got a lot of football money. A lot of, fun. A lot of football There's money lot of flowing funding. into the film program. A lot of Jameis Winston money. <laughs> floating in. Why That's do you impressive. have to bring up that guy? That's like the worst guy for Florida State. Well, he was there and he won the championship when I was I'm there. I'm just saying he's not the spokesperson for, for, for Florida he State football. He is what I'm talking I'm, about. This. That's the thing is, unfortunately, he is. <laughs> <laughs> he makes a lot of money and that's how they fund stuff. But so it's very cool how they, you know, the department... Like they make it like a real film shoot. They have a ton of amazing equipment. They have a truck. The kids have to drive the truck to the set. They have to scout I locations. I remember you talking everything. about it when you got back from yeah. doing that film. Yeah, I because was so impressed with like the whole. That's feel of what. It. The, yeah. What do you? That's what they have to do. That's they're preparing you for the world. Colleges have a lot of money. They prepare you for the world. Oh, I'm sorry. I went to a. I was Where in a computer program. <laughs> stuff. They didn't prepare me for shit. <laughs> what is going on? What that's are you what... talking about? That I had to go to a data center and then I have to log into some stupid thing and they teach you and then I get to the real world. It's like there is no, nothing film, like what I'm working on in the real these world. Film schools are 
got a lot of money, they're ready to go. They're ready counter, to prepare you. Counter argument though, it's like it is. It was true because our program was amazing, and we had like first ads and any blah, blah, blah. But like the fact is, is that when you're in, in the in the real world, you can't afford any of that. <laughs> so you can't afford it, right? You can't afford the it. equipment is where you start off. So you want to make a film, you got to get all this equipment, and nobody has any money when you get out. Yeah, exactly. So it's so like, who's got a camera? There's you, always one kid with a camera here in the real world. Yeah, there's one kid whose parents gifted them a camera, and yeah. that kid better be your best friend. Yeah. Yeah. No, but you can't get back to that. That's the whole purpose of college. They yeah. train you, you learn all this stuff, and then you can't get back to that until you get super successful and get a job by a studio, and then you're like, oh, I did this in college. You know what but I mean? it's That's even exactly. making your own stuff. That's the rat race. When you get out, it's not like you're – if you have a camera, yeah, you'll make steal. Film. You could steal all the equipment in college. You could, just, but like, here you actually it. have to make money to make your film here. No, you run up the, – the whole point of filmmaking, you run up your credit card debt, you completely yes. – and then like one out of 50 is successful, then the other 49 are in super debt. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works. What a great life! Uh, yeah, but you're making a documentary. Well, do you go out and get your own budget, or what are you doing? Or do you, she's do got you, her own camera. But do you go fund me? No, she actually asked for funding. You, you, you do GoFundMe and all that stuff. Funding is thrilling. Um, <laughs> if you guys want to talk about financing, it's like that. it's awful. We did a short film. It was god awful. It's horrible. Yeah, yeah. it's really awful. Really, really bad. So let's talk about it. To how to make a film. First, you got to get the equipment, and then you have to get the c- crew, and then you have to get was most of all the funding to start. Yeah. And so that's now most people. Well, listen, it's got to be a little easier with GoFundMe or it's not. It's okay. like because that that it's like the most misleading thing I've ever heard. GoFundMe is uh, I I really I would implore people to like make a film on no money first or make a couple mm-hmm. films on no money then do a GoFundMe. Right. Because like a GoFundMe is it's, you it's a stop, one shot. It's a one shot. You stop focusing on the film. You start focusing on the financing and like the way that a budget works is that you you ask for more money than you need and now you're all of a sudden you're gunning after this amount of money that you kind of you know may or may not yeah it just it just sucks well then you have it's misleading you have all these kids that came out of school and the second they're doing everything for no money yeah and then the second they landed new york everybody wants to get paid because they have they're not making any money so the above the line below the line the people are getting paid the, the dp is getting paid yeah and then everybody else you're just begging to help you make a film yeah it's it is uh it just is I would really I would recommend you make something on no money like I recommend you get your friends you make something on no money you use equipment that you already have or you borrow somebody's and then what do you do stuff and then you just like you just start making little things and who sees them what are you doing with them you either you put like them my on father the, would say, then what happens? You go to Hollywood. You know, like. <laughs> it's 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 so like un algorithmic. It's really crazy. I mean, it's either like you do a bunch of stuff so you can apply for like a producer job right. and you just like work your way up or you you make a bunch of stuff and somehow it catches a following and like you're kind of going in the right direction. I mean, I have a friend who like made a feature by the time he was 25 that like did pretty well. And mm-hmm. like, then he, you know, he's trying to make another movie. So he moved back to Miami to live with his parents. Like it just is. Right. Do you hire yourself out to cruise in the meantime? I mean, like, is that what you do as survival? Is- you could, I do director's assistant stuff. Okay. So like, I just, 
everybody has insane gig. Like, I don't know. You guys are familiar with freelancing. It's the mm-hmm. same thing. It's just like. Well, when your best friend, the editor, Mana got a job. Mana is an editor, right? Mana's an editor. Yeah. And she's a good one. She got a full time job, right? Yeah, she did. There's a couple like there's a couple ways to to get a job. It's either be an editor or to work in art department. But if you're a director, there's no way. I mean, well, what no. was well, the, the sound? Hold on. Sound people. Freddie, you have a friend, Freddie, who Freddie's like, he's, a teacher now. He's a teacher. <laughs> yeah. You can go into sound. He is not still doing sound stuff. No. What's the go to when you were right. when you were, uh, you know, get into film and aspiring at our college and after what was the film that like you what was the story like that, that's exactly that's, not what we're speaking that about. that I film, know how to make a that film. film's the one that I want to be like, for instance, when we were growing up like a uh, bottle rocket yeah. had just hit. And everyone's like, oh, you just make a 10 minute bottle rocket and then someone pay you 300,000 and then you can make like what was that film in film school that was out there that everybody's like, OK, that's the one because I feel like it's all changed now. I don't that's know where question. that is. I don't know where I, don't, I feel like everything's going to Netflix. So it's harder in film. I don't I don't know where those successes are like that. But there was a Ooh. bunch of them when we were growing up. Yeah, I mean, there's a huge conversation in film school about whether or not indie film is dead. <laughs> like, that's that's kind of what we were dealing with. Um, oh, at that at that time. Yeah, because we have no bottle rocket, well, really. Yeah, yeah because yeah. film is dead. F- yeah, film is dead. Yeah. I've been saying this for like it is a not good dead. Five, it's dead. It's, it's no. I, hold on, er, the top five. When was the last time we went to the movies? One, two. Everything is Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Some ridiculous film, and then no, we we went through the Oscar-nominated films. N- nobody sees them. Right, Green Book. Nobody sees that movie. My eighty-five-year-old mother's been saying film is dead for like three years. So yeah. if she's it, predicting it, I think it's there's something dead. there. It's Netflix, exactly what you said. They yeah. made Roma. I, Roma. You know what Roma's? Uh, I just read this article. It never you know, came out to a theater. Exactly. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. their uh, their you know gross box office is listed as yeah, two dollars zero yeah they have no oh. money they, zero they, I know. because netflix doesn't have to tell you how who, they don't even know how many people are watching this but the actual right. film itself there's nothing greater than going and watching a film even if it's at your house sure but the, that wasn't the question the question so film film's is not dead you're talking what? about the distribution of film is that no film itself not, is still when amazing is the next godfather there hasn't been that at all uh, it is it's and bit- indie film is really in trouble uh, yeah, it's very hard to make a profit back on a film. Yeah, for sure. And like you see, I mean, even big studios now are really suffering. With- Dimitri Martin made uh, Dean. It won the Tribeca Film Festival. Yeah. Good movie. Yeah. They won't let him make another movie. He, he went through all the nightmares we just spoke about getting funding, whatever. He got a big cast. Kevin Klein, Mary Steenburgen. He directed mm, them. First really time good. director. Yeah. Good. He's trying to make another one. Well, clearly it's a ev- nightmare. Everything has switched to. Your dream, uh, the dreams have switched. So even a filmmaker, I I don't know, I'm not a filmmaker, but I feel like their dreams are starting to. Everyone's switching into like, uh, I'll just make a forget this film. I'll just turn this film into eight episode series on Netflix or Amazon or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. So I feel like that dreams changed a little bit, even though it's the same thing. Are it's you just, speaking it, for film directors? I'm speaking know. for the for world. All film I'm speaking oh, as a, I'm a world expert. <laughs> okay. And nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Do you agree with that? Yeah. I mean, it, it definitely. It's like if you make a film, it's. I'm not going to say that you're gunning for a TV show necessarily. That's a crazy generalization. Like right. there's people who love film and are incredibly, but just it's much harder to make a profit off of it. And it's much harder to find investors nowadays. So like, uh, and everybody's, everybody's watching TV. So it's like, even though the art, I, 
the art of film is very much alive, but everyone who helped develop the art of film was kind of moving to television. Well, let's just take, you're a filmmaker. Is your dream, I mean, when you dream of dreams, are you trying to be like, I'm trying to make, a, I'm not, I'm not whatever, the godfather, if you want to say the godfather. I'm trying, in my head, I'm just, this is my dream or is my dream, are you switching now to like, are you switching that to like, I'd rather make a series? You still have I don't the, even think I'm. Um, uh, if I can make money making anything, I'm money. happy. Yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah. like she's selling it. I'm not. I'm, I'm not even. I'm not wishful quick. about. Did you get to 25 yet? Uh, yeah, 20, 26 in a month. <laughs> on my TV show. Is there a sellout age? Is there a proper sellout? It's age? always right around 25 because they get out of school. Everything is hunky dory. The butterflies are spinning around your head. I'm gonna be a filmmaker, and then they land in a place, realize there's 10 billion other people struggling Crushed. to do anything. Like that, who have three years ahead of them, and it's like, uh oh, it's like I just need to make a living. Well, in I think she, I think Julia's smart because I think it, it, everything's changing so fast, like you said, like yeah. in how people watch film and or don't watch film, mm-hmm. and I think you just have to uh, kind of find the path that's going to get you to somewhere that makes you happy and creative. Like you're just trying to find the path there. Yeah, I don't, I don't think you have sold out, Julia. <laughs> I, I, there is no sellout there. All right, if I we, mean, if, <laughs> she literally. If we, just told us she sold if out. We, no. wait, yes, if we wait, if I'll we heard, I'll sell out when I start making any money. I haven't sold anything. Uh, uh, wait, <laughs> if we write a if we write a hundred page script, if we write a hundred page script, mm-hmm. you and it's just it's written to film at the cheapest possible way. We give it to you. Can you can you do it? Possibly. That's there not, we go. I'll take that. That's a possible. <laughs> I know what I paid for my short film, which is like an 11 minute short. And I so know what money. it took. It's so much money. It's yeah. so much money. Yeah. Just no, to get you write the way you write the script, in. you write for the cheapness. You, you the equipment. I'm saying everything's paid for equipment wise. The only thing that's not paid for is personnel is is a uh, is that that we got to figure out how to pay for. The oh, director. really? Yeah. That, that's the hard part. But everyone's on the cheap and you make a. You make a. I'm just make, I'm still talking about yourself. film, and you pull this off. You pull off a hundred and hundred page laughing script. Laughing at you. Where? Yeah. where what? Laughing. What then? It. Just, it super depends. I mean, it's like Barry Jenkins made a movie for his first movie made for thirteen thousand dollars. So but it was a feature film, which is un. Uh, it's yeah. uh, un unbelievable. But he's got to be the shooter, director, editor, right? No, he had a DP and he had an editor and all these people are, have been like nominated now and they're all from my film school. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's like he had a five person crew. He had mm. a five person crew and he shot for about two weeks and he shot for thirteen thousand dollars. That is literally the cheapest you could ever make anything. Yeah. I mean, what, but what happens if you get a hundred? What if you get the film, you film it? What, what where then? What after you after I show my parents and then that's where I was like, what happens after that? Like, where do you, you go to Netflix, let them buy it? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, and once you get interest from Netflix, I mean, oh, you can't, shit. you know what I mean? It's like a, it's a whole entire distribution. Yeah. It's a nuts process. You can, right. you can go to festivals. I mean, the best thing you could do is. You like, need to get a festival and then some people with that see you and go, oh, I really liked your film. And right. then they have money and they either make, want to make you do an, or a big director sees you and come work on my next film. Right. right? Yeah, it, it is. Can I give you an, uh, something that you could work on? Is oh, this gosh. a pitch? This yeah. is a pitch. This What's is my. Wait, this is what about you I just pitched famous. my script? Make it golden. The three big directors <laughs> right now, right, uh-huh. are oh, from shit. where? Mexico. That's right. 
They're the three biggest directors in the world. Somehow they have gotten done what nobody else can get done in the last couple of years. Shape of Water. What are those three guys' names? Inarato, yeah, Inarito and Cuaron. And just the way you say oh. it, you oh, have an wow. advantage, Beautiful. right? So those. You Wait, get are you in saying take, take out the Freedmen? Yeah, take out the Freedmen. You are now <laughs> Lose Julia Mendoza and put go find Chibo, whatever Chibo, <laughs> the, the, the DP, make El Frenzo, and then go work with those three guys. They're making fantastic films. That's Let me tell idea. you, before they even hit the U.S. market, Guadon was one of my favorite directors. Yeah. I have looked up. They have a, a little like triumvirate company called yeah. Cha 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 with no email and no contact point. But I have been trying to contact. Go find them. them. And I tell you what, the trip to Puerto Rico could be interesting. You never know what Cha 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 is up to. <laughs> That's they could be down there. They sound busy though. Wait, what? <laughs> I would Wait, assume they are since the, they keep winning the Academy hold on a Award. The Roma director is named what? Guadon. And, and, and he he got funding. He did what? Did he, what are all his films? Like he did Roma, and he's funding that out of Mexico. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. So is he getting money. state money out of Mexico? It's like, are they still supporting artists there? Or is or it drug money? <laughs> oh, is the <laughs> guy that's <laughs> cartel money. There's no better money than that because they need to spend money. Yeah. Well, I, you know, arts funding is tax deductible. So who knows? Do you know the guy that just went to jail? He's got a lot of money. El, El Chapo. Chapo. El Chapo. Chapo. Yeah, 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 yeah. We should uh, hook you up. Yeah. Don't do a film about him. You'll end up El Chapo in the, in yeah. the ditch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll, be the, that'll be the most dangerous Julia screening. That'll be a real nerve wracking yeah. screening right there. Well, you could end up, you know, you, then your whole life will end up in different places. Your head will end up in Truly, yeah, yeah. I really Mexico. <laughs> your body will end up in a river. I would love to make a movie about El Chapo's wife. I think <laughs> Mrs. El Chapo. Yeah, Mrs. Chapo. <laughs> I don't know what he was up to. I, was just, I saw nothing. I saw nothing. I, went, we I just, know nothing. I think he said there was flour. He said there was flour. Yeah, in just, I was just, like, what is that? Is flour? I bake you a cake. I bake you a, no, no, you can't bake cake. That's what he said. Not with this flour. He said. He just said we had eight houses. I said, okay. He he. The the funniest thing about her is his girlfriend looks identical to her. And like, oh, really? they read all of the girlfriend's texts in court with the wife sitting right there. Oh, they there. did. Yeah. yeah, I'm all about it. I would love to make that movie. Yeah, that sounds Don't like make a comedy. That movie. No, that's a comedy. If I've ever seen anyway, that's funny go find those three guys and you'll be in way better shape <laughs> all right let's uh take a hard turn let's talk it like okay i know you're a pet person yes. i've seen you with dogs i've seen you grab dogs faces and kiss them yes i've seen you have a cat what's the cat's name again crybaby crybaby and then of course you had i've never seen anybody with one of these a chinchilla correct <gasps> What was the chinchilla's name? Charlie Bagel. Charlie Bagel. And Charlie Bagel is now deceased. How do you even get a chinchilla? Let's talk about that. College. I had a friend. You can get a chinchilla in Florida? Yes. (laughs) I had a friend who was gifted a chinchilla and she didn't want her chinchilla anymore. And I really wanted a chinchilla. (laughs) They're the softest things you have ever felt. It's just a mound of fur, right? It's a rat. Kind of. Basically. But it's a beautiful rat. It's a beautiful rat. It's very soft but rat. But he was very active and he was very perceptive. Did you ever meet Charlie Bagel? I saw Charlie Bagel for a second. I was like, okay, get it away from me. No. Oh, it's like a large mouse. Yeah, but I had a black one, which was kind of yeah. rare. Do they respond to you? Yes. They, I think so. <laughs> like, I mean, not just when you feed it. You can be like, come here, come here. Sort of. Like, he would hang out. Like, he would come sit on my chest and, like, he was really cute. Like, he loved to, like, sit right, like, while I was sleeping. He would sit right on my chest. But okay. he's, he was nocturnal and they're super active. Like, they love to run around. So I would have to let him out of his cage while he was sleeping. 
and he freaked me out a couple of times because he would jump on my face and you would like throw him or something. <laughs> Wait, he'd jump you, swat him away? Yeah, you'd literally be like, ah, and you would like, throw him across the this room. This is like in the middle of the night? Yeah. Wait, this is another place where we intersect, Miss Julia, because it's not that I had a chinchilla, but my sweet mate in college, Leslie Maxstone Graham, had a chinchilla. Had a chinchilla really? And we shared a bathroom. And that I and I love animals, but I had never experienced a chinchilla or anything in that category. Yeah. And like you said, at night they're really active and that chinchilla would run into my room and like <laughs> find a place near me and I would wake up with something like breathing in oh my, my ear. God. And it scared me so many times. And I thought I rolled over on him one night and he used to get stuck behind my radiator in the room because he was <laughs> yes. so scared. Yeah, it's really weird. I, I where are they from? Doug, they're Ecuadorian. They're like South American. So they had a they're from the Andes. In the, are you allowed to even have one in the yeah. country? Yeah, yeah. They're not illegal, but they. I mean, it's you have to when people come over. You have to hide it real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very scared that they're gonna call. <laughs> wait, wait. It, and you have a litter box? Is that where they go to the bathroom? You he has a cage. He had a cage. Oh, you. But he's like a rodent, so he like a rodent digestive system, and that's really where the problem pellets. happened because it's tiny. Yeah, it's pellets everywhere. It's horrible night carpeting. Mm. Oh, but uh, what does it what eat? What happened to Charlie Bagel? Oh, my God. Uh-oh. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. It got out? This is where I come in. No. <laughs> it got oh, out? Oh, no. It's really bad. So he... Mrs. El Chapo got him. <laughs> I, I didn't know what it was, so I cooked it. It was an extra cold winter. <laughs> That's what my dad always said about him. He was like, I'm going to make him into a sock. And you're like, that's rude. (laughs) That's what they say about our cat as bastards. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so what happened? Oh, he's a cat. Um, We'll talk about that in a second. Yeah, it's like a whole travesty. He, like, he had dental problems, which, you know, not much can kill chinchillas. They live for 20 years, except for dental problems because their teeth (laughs) overgrow. Sounds like Neil. Like rabbits. They have to keep gnawing them down. Exactly. Oh, no. So the... the Four basic, out of five chinchilla dentists surveyed recommend. That's the issue. There's no chinchilla, chinchilla. dentists. Yeah. There's no chinchilla dentists. Of course dentists. there's not. Did you, did you put braces on yourself? Is that where it's pro- the problem started? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I still got five more teeth to go. Hey, Julia, I don't like my my, my gears really hurting my head. No, I, so what a, happened? A whole market. So I basically had to huh. rescue him from death once because he had he his teeth started getting overgrown and basically he had, he his teeth grew into his gum, cut his gum, and he had uh, like yeah, a yeah, facial yeah. Um, abscess. He went toma. So you didn't have enough uh, stuff for him to but chew this, on. Well, yeah, it's because like previous owner didn't give him anything. I'm going to blame it on the previous owner because the previous owner didn't give him anything. And so he like had a, uh, he just, his teeth were super overgrown and, uh, he cut a hole in his gum, had an abscess and I had to drive. I took him to three different vets. This is not when he died, by the way. I took him to three different vets and two of them had no idea what to do with him. One was like a vet in the middle of the woods who like was incredibly (laughs) rough with him. It was insane. And then eventually... I had to drive him to Jacksonville, which was two hours away. And I had to drive two days in a row because I had to keep him overnight and I had nowhere to stay. Oh and I got God. I got a two tickets one weekend driving my driving like my dying chinchilla to this yeah. exotic pet vet in Jacksonville. But he made it and I knew, and I brought him up to New York. And about a year later, I took him to a well-known exotic vet hospital on the Upper West Side. And we spoke with a really wonderful vet. And she was like, yeah, I can clean his teeth. And it was great. So I drop him off the next week. She's on vacation. They don't tell me. They give him to another vet. 
Um, and then I come back, I pick him back up and I don't consult with anyone. They're like, he's, he's fine. He, he, they give him like a numbing agent. So he was really out of it. And they're like, he'll come out of it eventually. But they didn't tell me when nobody talked to me. So I take him home and he starts, uh, he's inactive for about a day, but I'm like, whatever, he's woozy. He's inactive for about another day. And I'm like, okay, I'll take him to the vet tomorrow. And then the next day he was, he was clearly not okay. And on the way to the vet, he like pretty much died in my arms what did, the vet, what did the vet say uh the vet said i the vet said nothing i mean they took basically yeah. they took him back and it was a, an incredible weekend because my parents are actually in new york so like my pa- i was like sobbing and yeah, that I, makes me mad i feel like the vets fucked it up so did yeah, you make him into a sock for your dad <laughs> <laughs> you have no feelings none horrible horrible <laughs> I made you read Nobody that. wants I'm one sorry. sock. Well, we have this. So we sorry. have this fear. I mean, we have this constant vet. They have cats. Battle let's, let's give with the background. Our, we, we've had a lot of sick cats, but we have a constant vet battle. I just, it's hard to find like a vet that it's. I don't know. It's, it's just, a good, tricky. It is tricky, and some people are really rough, and some people are really like quick yeah. to judge. It's kind of isn't it crazy? Like uh, we've had some. They're vets not and like, you're like yeah. why did you go into this profession? I like I've, re- I've really. It's just like any other job. You, yeah. It's hard to find a good one, and then. Yeah. Yeah. Even the, I don't know. I just feel like they're not like the guy on the Saturday show, the the guy from Australia. Like they're not like that yeah, guy. Yeah, we we watch all the pet rescue shows on Saturday morning. <laughs> this oh. guy, he's like, I love my. He's like Australian. He's talking like this, and he's all. He's just like every pet. He it's tries all. to save every pet. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. vets, uh, vets. It's a, it's a scary I, world because in New York they're all making a fortune, and it's a yeah. scary world. I feel like, and they and they just. I feel like can pet, you just get a new one? No, I feel like vets do no one new pet. No, vets do no. the uh, vets do <laughs> no. one thing that worries me all the time. Every time I go to them, they're very, uh, very much like a doctor with old people. They just go they there in ten them. seconds. They're like, ah, oh, it's a pet, or oh, they're old. You know, it's the same logic. It's like whatever. Yeah, but except one's a person, and one is just an animal. You know what? That, that is spoken. Yeah, that is spoken like a person who has never had a pet. Wrong. I had pets growing up. Okay, Hated all us. of them. Let's okay. start with uh, my sister's goldfish. Dead. Nah, that next, she killed everyone. <laughs> next one, yeah, yeah. we had a dog, Taka Matsuya. Taka, th- the worst. Uh, and I've referred to this dog as a um, black male artist. Extortionist. That's what this dog was. <laughs> He's got to eat. Yeah. So in the middle of the night, while everybody was food? asleep, yeah, I'd take a devil. No matter if you crinkled a devil dog wrapper, this dog <laughs> yeah, would come yeah, out of nowhere. Of and either I gave him a piece of devil dog or he'd bark and wake everybody up in the house. Okay. <laughs> so now basically extortion. <laughs> so what are you doing eating he devil played. dogs in the middle of the night? Yeah. I'm and hungry. why are you eating in the middle of the night? That I'm doesn't seem right. I don't know. Well, he's a dog. 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock. One. He's hungry. He also okay. seems smarter than you. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, well, he does seem smarter. I'll tell you the end of the story, shall I? Well said. All right. So then once he, ah. this dog was a, a shih tzu, so it, have, it would get matted. Its hair was all big. And it would like to go outside. These shih tzus That's really why they have outside. combs. That's right. And so my sister would comb. I didn't comb it. My sister, this is not my dog. I wouldn't go near it. And the dog now and I are going back and forth on how much we hate each other. So that then uh, they'd have to shave him once a year down to like a little mustache. Yeah. Right. A little Manscaping. Goatee. That's right. And so he he went from like this fluffy, big, do- little 
poodle, whatever you want to call it, poofy dog, into like a real scrawny nothing because they're all hair. You're so, so judgmental. What I did was just to make sure he knew that he'd been shaved because he knew something bad happened. I would take out a full length mirror and make sure he saw himself in the mirror. He can't see in the mirror. They're not self-reflect. Let me tell thanks, you something. Thanks for being the bigger I, person. Yes. Yeah. So I, yes. So, Hey, remember that devil dog? And then I would take out the full length mirror and the dog would like, and run under my sister's uh, bed for like four days. Are you sure? Thank you. Wait, are you sure? Winner. Wait, are you sure? Winner. You're, oh wait, are you sure you're not projecting how you felt when you looked into a mirror? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you that's ever had I, a dog. That's how I feel. I don't think you ever had a dog. That's a story about Lenny. Uh, yeah. That's a story about <laughs> Lenny really, really really is. Devil Dog. And when I looked in the mirror, I, this is projection. how I felt about myself. That's definitely if you there ever said go. that to a therapist, they'd be like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Your assignment this week is no. to look at yourself I in the see, and say, I wait, love you, Lenny. Let's tie it all together. I, I would you. like to see that flashback in the film you make about Lenny. There was a little no childhood flashback. <laughs> <laughs> I just look at no it. Talk. I put the mirror, it there's no dog in the <laughs> shot. <laughs> oh, that's that's I, got right. you. I got you. I got you. Come out from your sister's bed, Lenny. <laughs> I'm gonna call your sister it's right okay now. It's okay that you ate the dog. I'm gonna dog. call your sister, and, and she's gonna be like, "We, you know, we never had a dog." <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, they did have a dog, and I got the last laugh. <laughs> That's one. Now the cat, Mr. Schwartz. Let's talk about that cat. This cat again, uh, Mr. Schwartz. Mr. Schwartz. There was a cat. My father named. But it I diagnosed that cat. cat. You, you saw Mr. Schwartz? No, the one that was just peeing everywhere. That no, that's sister? a different cat. That's yeah, Suzanne's I, cat. I, I watched Cat from Hell, and then I gave your... I watched the show Cat from Hell, right. and then I watched an episode, and I told your sister exactly what's happened with right. the cat. So in a way, I was a cat whisperer for yeah, a moment. You know what happened to that cat? Yeah, they didn't listen no. to me. She didn't listen to no. me. What does yeah. that mean? Wished into the cornfield. No. no. Yeah, wait, bye. She, wait, I, wait. Yeah, she I went tried. back and forth with Suzanne, and she was trying to place that cat in a home, and I thought mm, she did. When she says place it in a home, that was a euphemism to protect Zoe from the truth. What, did they put him down? Mm. Just because he mm. couldn't, because he peed in corners? No, he was peeing because <laughs> he was peeing because the other, the other cats there were, were. too many animals. No, no, the cats on the outside. There was cats oh, on the Suzanne. outside of the house, and so they I were. Love Suzanne, he was. They were peeing. They were peeing yeah. the mark, the the territory in the house against the cat because yeah. there's too many stray cats That's outside. What I, oh, no. The cat was saying Neil has yeah, spoken. I know. Oh. Wait, wait. Well, wait do, do you I, watch? As far as I know, the cat is watch, in upstate New York in a in a cat farm. They didn't just give him to uh, to a rescue. Yeah, center they and did. Try they to readopt. I don't know. Wait, did. Wait, did you do you ever watch the? Do you ever watch Dodo? Do you ever see Dodo? This this. It's Dodo. a, uh, it's a, I it's guess it's a Twitter thing. Own a biography. No, it's called D O D O. He's trying to get me back. He's coming after me. Go ahead. What's Dodo? You gotta go. It every day they tweet out like the craziest, like saddest pet stories, but they're kind of inspirational. Oh, the Dodo. It's that on, it's the on Dodo. Social yeah. media. Now they I, show you. They show now you like I a wanna, couple minutes. When of you it. said yeah. pets, I gotta talk. Yeah. This this thing is pretty amazing. Every day, almost they. They do these inspirational, like, animal of all kinds. Yeah, like that, like that. Like a little baby penguin becomes friends with a, a chinchilla yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's really good. Bambi stories. Yeah, Bambi They stories. get me all the time. Oh, Unfollow. Yeah, no, they, they're tear. <laughs> now, would you cry at any? Could any oh, kind of pet no. videos make None. you cry? Zero. Oh. Nothing? Nothing. Do you know? Do you know that like pets. serial killers yes, start with hating animals? Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. <laughs> Should we be worried? Yes. 
Yeah. Lenny's one step away. Yes. <laughs> Do you cry at those videos? I get definitely more emotional. Like I don't cry at movies, but I think I get more emotional at pet videos than yeah, anything else. I highly quick PSA announcement. Please watch Mariachi serenading a beluga whale. It is an unbelievable We're, internet video. Mariachi serenading a beluga, a beluga whale. whale. Mariachi really good. serenading a beluga whale. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I just saw the one with a violin guy. He's playing the violin for the blind elephant. I'm so sorry. I'll watch that one. <laughs> that was amazing too. They have all these amazing. You guys going to start crying in a minute? And then Ricky, well, Ricky Gervais <laughs> is uh, Ricky Gervais no, has a great. You got to go to Ricky Gervais because he tweets out a lot he of loves animals. animals. I don't think there should be cruelty towards animals. You like Trump Jr. shooting freaking no. extinct animals? The shooting the animals is you, ridiculous. You engage That's where I draw the line. Mental warfare. Mental with your warfare is a totally different dog. thing. I didn't want it. His imaginary. Yeah. I don't mind. Like my sister has a cat and two cats and a dog or whatever it is, and you know whatever they've had all kinds of pets, and I just don't go to their home. That's well, you also insane. have horrible allergies. I have horrible too. allergies. Yeah. That was part of it too. They had yeah. cats, and I had allergies, and they didn't believe my allergies. They rather they took the side of the cat because my sister wanted a cat, and they like, no, you're just a, you're just being a bad brother. I'm like, no, 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 I'm really blowing up. Like there's water coming out of every orifice. This is something's up. You might yeah. not be allergic to a chinchilla. Anyway, yes. Mr. Uh, what if we ha- get Lenny a chinchilla? <laughs> would I you? would like that. The end of Mr. Schwartz happened because he was hit by a vehicle in front of the home. Oh but God. Mr. Schwartz was also a racketeer because it wasn't. <laughs> Mr. Schwartz was like an outdoor cat that somebody owned down the block. Why do and you apparently, treat your pets like Kennedys? <laughs> yeah. Like, so he would go. Wait, when you when when I get wait hungry, a second, let me finish the story. You, Mr. I, Schwartz <laughs> would go to people's houses and scratch on the door, and everybody would feed Mr. Schwartz. So he of had a rabbit. He was he would smart. Go yeah. Smart cat. Smart. Well, and you'd hear like the door. You'd hear like some some scratch on the door. My father would go to the door. Oh, hello, Mr. Schwartz. For months, I thought it was a person That's that so was funny. coming over to the house. That's so funny. I thought it was the accountant. <laughs> no, it was like it was a cat. I'll be right with you, Mr. Schwartz. Let me get you some milk. And I'm like, milk? What is happening? Who is Mr. Schwartz? You know, why is he always drinking milk? Anyway, so Suzanne would keep Mr. Schwartz. Then there was some rival black cats. Anyway, Mr. Schwartz ate it in front of the house one day, and that was... Oh. Oh, and this is why we need to be there caretakers let me let me tell you that we can protect them in situations they cannot be protected from uh, normally i'm not speaking so my sister walks in crying and sits down on one couch and i'm on the other couch and my mother gives me strict instructions she is and she's bawling she's like your sister has had a bad day. Her cat has passed oh away. Like Do not make fun of like your sister. And I don't say a word, right? Not a word. So I'm wa- first commercial out of the gate on TV that comes up. Purina, catch out. Cha cha cha. And I fall off the couch laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy. Boo. Didn't do anything. <laughs> Didn't. All right. And we're done. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible person. Let's play a final game. <laughs> Are Call we this, done that, with pets? Thing. We're pets just getting done. started. Pets, this, that, that and the other thing. That deserved an hour. Go watch Blue Gwell yeah, exactly. eating a chinchilla, whatever that was. Um, <laughs> this, that, or the Blue other thing. Eating I'm going to give you one of two things. You choose one of two things, or mm-hmm. you can go off the board. All can, right? we kill, we can we kill Lenny? Good. Yeah. Is that okay? Kill Lenny okay. or love him. Yeah. Either one, go. All right, first of all, gloves or mittens? It's winter, gloves or mittens. Maybe going in order. Going anywhere. I wear Bethel. gloves, but if if I could get away with wearing mittens and wouldn't look really stupid in New York City, I think I would do the mittens. 
They're yeah, they're cozier, but because I do live in, there's too much kind of finger nonsense in New York City, so you can't. There's no conceivable way to do mittens. Neil, well, I do a certain kind of glove. Do you? I'm very specific. A glove that will still let me text. I see, mm. but that those fingers on those gloves are really horrible. That your fingers are cold. I know. I got these gloves from J. Crew, and I could text and do your everything. Fingers don't get cold. No, my they're regular gloves. I'm wearing the gloves, but it's responding to my no, cell phone. I know. I've had those gloves, and for some reason, the rest of my hand is warm. But where they've put that special device in, so you can it's text, worth it. The little frostbite is worth it oh, just to I text. Lenny, yes, Lenny, yes, Lenny, yes. Have you yes. ever seen Neil Potter wear gloves? No. It's because he owns them for a day and loses them. He oh, I lost that why? a glove. He is making this I up. I thought he's just always hot. No, I got off the bus. I got off the bus and I'm like, I only have one glove and the bus was going down there. I'm like, nah. he owns them for 24 hours. I, I was texting. It wasn't working. So I took one glove off and it must have fallen out of the pocket. But I was like, God dang it. Only to text. And it was like the worthless text. That's right. What about know, you? I don't know. I'm never. I've never owned a pair of mittens in my life. Talk about the most impractical thing you could have. It's And by the way, I'm not five. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I you got to be kidding. Like I was. That's why I put this question in for Julia. Like now that she's a whole twenty-five, almost twenty-six, mittens are like, oh my god, look at my mitten. You know, like maybe when you get <laughs> when you graduate god, from when you graduate from college, you're an adult. No, no more mittens. You have a whole Brooklyn thing to protect, and that I could see mittens working there. That's it's true. Like that, Brooklyn that's, is that's, mittens. That's what I expect to we see. Have, I expect to see you walking around with like Brooklyn camera. Has the mitten claws. When there's, I don't want to see your, you with gloves. I want to see you with mittens in brooklyn and that's like brooklyn there's a mitten aesthetic for sure there's thank you a look to mittens that's what people are staring at on that high anxiety movie set whatever (laughs) high maintenance let me just say you have to in order to pull off mittens in brooklyn you have to be a very kind of empathetic looking person because people have to want to do you favors because you can't do anything with mittens that's right (laughs) not even you can't even high five you can high one yeah. Or was it a high two? No one should two? high five someone wearing mittens anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't have a snowball fight. No, you can't do anything. You can't catch a cab. It's just can't have like, a snowball fight. I like can't that have... Lenny just said a minute ago, after college, you shouldn't wear mittens. Yeah. In, in Lenny's mind, I you, think... you wear mittens uh, in, through college. No, I would even wear mittens through college, but I've seen you girls would all wear mittens in college. They're like, oh my God, I think I'm And then they tie them together. Like they're all in one. You can clip them together. Come on, grow up. <laughs> women we, women we don't need we hands. Little girls, like, when, as soon as my child gets mittens, you like I'm gonna be like, can you just wear gloves? What do you hate worse, pets or mittens? Yeah, Ooh, no. there's a real Ooh, hater. <laughs> what a is? Line. Whoa, that's a good question. I'm sure, pets wearing mittens. Oh my god, <laughs> beluga that's whale. Like your yeah. worst wearing nightmare. <laughs> I'm gonna get a chinchilla, bring it over here, and put mittens on it. All right, well, here this next one isn't gonna help. Let's go to the second one. Um, bath bar soap, bar soap. Or a bath wash. Now yeah. I'll look at the girls. I'm no. I'll That's tell an you. That's easy one for Go me. Ahead. All right. So I don't know what happened. Everybody had soap growing up the entire time when I was a kid. Somebody invented bath wash. Women never looked back. Am I wrong? No. Okay. So what's funny about that is like I want to love bath wash. It seems like especially in with in, a loofah. That's all I use. Uh, what, I know, and that, and it seems yeah. like the practical thing. You put it in the corner and, and you just pump, yeah. pump, pump, pump. No, no, I'm a I'm a bar soap girl. Like, yes, really? so, yes. You. I it to me. But it you're just, not a bar soap with a washcloth. No, 
No, oh, okay. flat out bar soap. Flat Your arms are long enough. Like this? Bar soap. Yes. Like this? Yes. It's what did you do growing up? Fucking it's thing of soap? What did you are do you growing up? Are you fucking kidding me? You take that no. thing and it falls off all the time? That's a bullshit. You can't hold the soap? Fuck no. You should get some mittens. That's crazy. Have you been in prison? You're telling me and then you never go like all over. All over. Bullshit. All over. How right. hard is that? Soap all up. Help me out. The soap I, yeah, will go I, everywhere. Julia, where are you? I look down on bar soap. Thank oh, you, yeah. too. That's yeah. a Brooklyn's in the house. Oh, it doesn't. It doesn't. People are trying to bring back expensive bar soap, but I think that's because it's easy to make. I uh, don't. I, I like in my boyfriend's shower. There's like a bar soap, and literally the first thought of my head is like. That's sad. <laughs> <laughs> like you wanted to break up right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, maybe it's not worth it. Yeah. <laughs> no, do you have you get uh, the people without bar soap? You got your little giant bottle of whatever that is, which takes up room. Then you got your nine loofahs. Does Neil have a nice no. big fat loofah? My, no. I'll take what it even got? a little further. I only buy the body wash that says hair and body. That's even so though I don't true. have, even though that I'm bald so and have true. no hair, I still, I'm like, okay, bald I'm gonna do this body. all, yeah, because I'm gonna do this all bald in one, body. all in one motion. Yeah, I, I, I look down on that too. Just hair to be clear. and no hair and body. <laughs> <laughs> this is the greatest thing ever. I don't have to do anything. I, it's one, one squeeze, boom, it just goes everywhere. Done. <laughs> one squeeze. Yeah, I, I done. How's he washing himself? I don't know. The, my only is your documentary. Only, what is Neil doing in the, that? Shower? My only complaint is about the body washes is the strange coloring. They're very like off-putting colors. Like clearly, I'm Red. dying. I'm putting chemicals, right. and I'm dying. No, it, it, the one I just named, got, yeah. the dial one, is like an off blue. <laughs> It's like mountain slopes or something. Yeah, it's like really their scary. Name, their names yeah. are right up there with chewing gum. You know, <laughs> yeah, chewing gum right. is always like that's winter right. wash. Arctic freeze. Ar- Arctic true. freeze and, and the washes are How does Neil smell? Does he come out of there better off at least? He smells like bald and body. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes <laughs> I have to get an extra smell. No, I have to get an extra smelly thing to cover up the smell of the body and I the bath see. wash. All right. Yeah, you smoke cigarettes to <laughs> yeah, stop yeah, smelling like I think shower. it splits the room. <laughs> we got to bring that one back. Bath wa- or body, you know. That's a whole 15 minutes easy because this is a complicated thing. I think so. I just Wait, came do you, up with so this morning. Do you have, do you do a shampoo and a conditioner? Yes. You're fucking kidding me. What? You're me- kidding me. You have a shampoo and a conditioner Dude, every day? you're just jealous. Maybe that's why I lost my hair. <laughs> Maybe that's why I lost my hair. We did the all-in-one? I don't. I give no respect to my hair. It's been cruel have? to me. The whole thing has been it's hard to... Bald in so, shoulders? Hair, my hair gets nothing else. Yeah, nothing else. I don't, I'm not going to condition my hair. What do you mean? It it's, gets fall, it's gone. It's, I don't care No, anymore. I know, but what do you want all the rest of us to do? I don't. Who, why do you? That's an extra step conditioning. Well, sometimes they have an all-in-one, and so you want an all-in-one. I mean, I'll condition that like when Wait, I go. Wait, are you saying you want an all-in-one? Neil wants no, I'm life saying to be an all-in-one. I'm one. saying an all-in-one, but at yes. no point, even when I wasn't doing all-in-one and I had hair, I just shampooed. I never shampooed and conditioned it unless I'm at a, a fancy hotel and they have the conditioner in there. I see. Then I. But you buy it. That's a, funny because it's very prophetic of you, where you're like, "I don't need this now, and I'm never gonna need it." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I knew it was gonna happen to me. You're right, True. fuckers. All right, <laughs> let's go to the next one. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start with Bethel on this one. Would you rather listen to a TED talk, okay, mm-hmm. on random anything, mm-hmm. or Neil talk, <laughs> a TED talk or a Neil talk? Oh 
Neil's pretty. Can I answer this Neil's one? Neil's pretty amusing. <laughs> Can I answer this one? Yeah, yeah. I know it. Guy. She'd rather uh, like be on film. Let's just no. say a TED talk on film or a Neil talk on film. She'd rather listen to a TED talk and act like she was watching me, listening to me. That's what she would do. No, Aww. I think that's backwards. No, that's not. <laughs> no, I. She's Neil, like what? Neil would probably be way more amusing than I would probably than a TED talk. She's know. like what? I think. I would listen to Neil talk if I could, again, randomly pick the thing. Like, he okay. could talk about something he knows nothing about. Yes. I would be, I'd have to be totally prepared. So, like, the styrofoam that we're holding here, like, we have styrofoam. I can talk about styrofoam. Well, styrofoam. 15 yeah. minutes. Well, yeah. he Neil talk. Have you, well, you styrofoam. call it a Neil talk. I, we ca- I call him the monologuist because, like, he can pick, he can pick your child's butt paste over there and yeah. go, go on a rant about it for five minutes he will not stop why'd you have to say butt paste because <laughs> i think it, i think it's literally paste. called butt that's paste it's gonna be a dark paste. film yes. that's gonna be dark. <laughs> now that's a cheap film one hour and 20 minutes of a monologue yeah that's gonna be super cheap we're gonna make that under thirteen thousand dollars <laughs> i think so i think maybe thirteen dollars yeah. yeah it's going nowhere no one's gonna watch that Wait. Julie, you've met Neil now for for an hour. Ne- Neil talk or TED talk? I really, I think Neil talk, but I want it to have all the like the settings of a TED talk. Like I want him to have he a PowerPoint, and I want it to be inspirational. Yeah, inspirational. My, my, he's my out. Talk, yeah. <laughs> well, a TED talk, you're gonna learn something. You know what I love best about catfish? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and people are crying in the audience. Nope. This is how I compare it. A TED talk, you're gonna be inspired. You're gonna learn something. It's gonna be whatever. And yeah. Neil talk is more like that music playing in the background of Starbucks. It's just, it's, it's there. It. They don't know what happened. It's like whatever. Got it. So Stop I'm choosing chance. a TED talk. Yeah, I'm choosing a TED talk myself. All right, I'll start with Neil on this next one. Final Cut Pro or Adobe Premiere? Uh, I I would definitely go this anything because it's an Apple, so I go with exactly. Final Cut. Makes the big mistake. Go ahead, tell them. I was on Premiere this morning. Yeah, there yeah. you go. That's my girl. Yeah, yeah. Premier, it used to be Final Cut, pretty good one came out, but now what about screenwriting? So What's stuff? your screenwriting platform? Everybody's uh, no, I do draft. Final Draft. Everybody's yeah. Final Draft. Final is there draft. even yeah. another one? I there is, Celtics but they won't free. let nobody touches that one as far as I'm concerned. Very, it's not user friendly. Bethel, yeah. have you done any of this? I have no idea. The She's only one I draft. know of is is uh, uh, yeah, that I won't even. I don't even know the name. Of <laughs> <laughs> I did Final go cut. just so I mean, you I, know. I, I know that name. I did go to. Uh, I <laughs> did go to. I forgot about this when we were making all those films and yeah. doing stuff. I went to the Apple Store and I signed up for the Final Draft like thing and thingy and I lasted about 30 minutes and I was like oh, fuck it I'll just pay someone for this <laughs> I was like I'm never doing this myself I was, like, I was like I want to know everything and then after 30 minutes in he's like click I was like see you later well, it's that's interesting not going to happen that up. there is so much to know you know even yeah. Mon you know you guys came in and helped re-help me re-edit the film you know all these cuts you know they have names for all the cuts that you can make and yeah, and the the mixing that goes under. Yeah, it what's your un- most it's crazy? What's your un? That's not the right word. What's your least favorite part of filmmaking? The oh, editing, yeah, financing is terrible. Oh, the, <laughs> yeah. the budget. Yeah, yeah, budgeting is. I qu- I, uh, I hate acquiring equipment. I don't like that. The editing you love. I don't love it, but I like it. I mean, editing is cool because you're like, oh, I made this thing. Now I can put it. You know, it's 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 arduous, but it's what's your exciting. favorite part? <laughs> Just the shoot. You know, I yeah directing. I, Oh yeah, I like I like directing and I like like conceiving of the like fleshing out a story. I like stories. I like the director. What about you, Lenny? I like the direct. I like getting into it. Just let's make the movie. You know, doing the thing. The pre-production, post-production can be torture. You don't like the editing. 
Well, unlike I just did my CD, it's just yeah. it's tedious. You're sitting there and sitting there and sitting there and sitting there. You know, getting it to come together. I like doing the rough cut, and then I need to bring in a pro to to clean it. You you're know? incredibly organized, though. Yeah. Like you're really, really good in pre-production because you're just like on it. Granted, more than a 23 year old, but really on it. <laughs> well, I you know I'd have the film in my head, so I know you know that's the whole thing. You have to have the film in kind of in your head. And then try and get what you want out of it. If you, that's what's amazing about these guys that I, if I have to keep eleven minutes in my head, that's one thing, and all the shots. But like Spielberg thinking about like an entire hour and a half, two hours of the movie. Like here's where we are on day five. We're shooting this. They're out of sequence, and then they got to go. This is what emotion I need for this scene. Yeah. Like sometimes. But he's storyboarded <coughs> everything. He knows what where he's going to put the camera all the time. He knows. All I know, that but shit. you still have to replay in your head. Where are we in this plot line? But here. I feel like right. his his okay. gift is I'm sure he's got a many of many gifts obviously but he can he can get these actors in the room figure out what looks how to shoot it oh. one and he can improvise but more importantly he can do it all and he can do all of it he can fix the acting yeah talk to the actors find the shot figure the shot yeah he can do it all in, oh, in a yeah. short amount of time I don't time. like the lighting so I know nice. what's yeah. going on in the background that's some of the things like I can just do so much that's why you need the dp to be this amazing this guy chivo yeah. to go in and say okay this is gonna this is gonna look nice you know because this you know I, I i can't tell you how many times i've missed or you'll see like what's that guy the assistant director all those people hanging around a screen you're like why do they all have to hang around a screen director's gonna do but because one guy will go and look at that. why is that thing hanging wrong in the right, back and it wasn't it. the last and somebody will catch it if they're it's a good crew you know yeah but, well sometimes when i work when i've done commercials and stuff are whatever short films or whatever i feel like there's a lot of directors that just don't like because you're so self-involved as an actor you think that it's all about you like i got cast and there's so many actors and i bet that's why spielberg's so great is he always is makes the actors feel great it's about them right like he would never let though so many directors make don't but you go and do something and they're like what there's an actor because he you're just more part of their thing and they don't treat you that right. way, and that uh, that I don't That's like. That's interesting. Because yeah. then I'm like pissy. I get I get I don't get mad. It's just like disappointed to know that nothing matters that you do. It's only about this shot in this. But I like a director that gets in there and works with the actors and has fun with the actors. Oh man, when I did Louis, Louis came up when he would. He goes, they set up everything. They set up the whole shot and everything, and then very calmly he was just like, "All right, ready to come down, do this." So I go, dip. you know, he's like, he shows me one time what he wants me to do. I go, do. He goes. Yeah, Let's yeah. All right, let's do one. You know, I'll do one more. I do one more. Okay. And it literally, like, okay. it didn't even happen. You know, it was yeah. really, yeah, almost too calm. Like, was it okay? Yeah. You Interesting. His, his mind yeah. was probably in five other yeah, places. Five other places. Yeah. That's what it is. You know, like, all right, all right. Let's finish with this one. Um, Oscar. Since the Oscars are coming up this weekend, or just past weekend, Julius will air after the Oscars is over. If I have to give you, you start with this one, Julia. If you have to win an Oscar. You're going to win an Academy Award. You yeah. want to do it for director, yeah. actor, producer. What is your dream Academy Award you want to win? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Director. Director, for sure. Yeah. Director. Uh, okay. Yeah. Good. Neil, director, actor. Well, if you're making a film, you have to go director. That's the, Wait, that's and the... I'm making a film. I'm giving you one Oscar, Neil. You can pick any Oscar. It could be for sound editing. I don't know. Whatever Neil Potter does. In my head. like Supporting I, in my, actor. In my like heart or whatever you would call that, I would want director. But realistically, I would my 
I would say actor would be my okay. best option. Yeah. That's funny that you thought in this hypothetical. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, just like temper I'll be my a own famous shit. director. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but I know that's never gonna happen. So I'll just be Bethel. Yeah, I would be sure, shocked yeah. if this wasn't lead actress in a film. Oh, I didn't have to be lead actress. Just it could act. be, it could be ensemble. You I don't can care. Only I can get a SAG award. Makeup. Oh, this is not a SAG award. This is an Academy okay. Award. Okay. Don't pick makeup. Okay. They're not going to cast that on the show. They're okay. going to. I don't have any uh, uh, many other qualifications. I You'd mean, be I think best I, actor. I, I would love to, uh, you know, obviously in a dream world, uh, getting an acting award would be amazing. But I also, at some point in my lifetime, if I was on a writing staff, that would make me, if, uh, you know what I mean, to have an honor like that would I'm be amazing. Throw up. It's well, this you that asked or the other you, thing. I'm Jesus so, Christ! I am telling you the Fucking facts. The mittens, facts are Bethel I, and Pets. Mittens, Bethel <laughs> and Pets. Oh, oh Lenny, why bring it up? How about you, uh, uh, director? Definitely director. Okay. Over actor? Of course. With those kind of skills you have as an actor? Oh my God! Come you're, on, you're, you're, selling, the, up, you're selling the world short. That was good acting. I thought so. He's been as a bullshit you artist. You got it. All right, let's move on, shall we? That wait, d- wait. Well, do you keep giving your speech once the music plays? Or are you like, not this time? Not, this is my I moment. Or do you just get off real quick? Only if I nice. didn't already thank <laughs> Gina. You know what I mean? I got to get to thank Gina. And last, I want to thank Gina. You know what I mean? Like He's a, thought this through. Oh, I thought this through. Wait, you don't, do you, and you don't think just giving a blanket thank you to everybody covers it? Do you have to mention you'd walk names? up and go thanks everybody? Well, that would Bye. cover you right away, just because you're gonna forget people. No matter what, you're gonna forget people. So, so you just moment. go. I first want to thank everybody that helped me. That's Boom! It. That gets every that gets everything out of the way, I and then start bringing in some names. There was a <laughs> Quentin Tarantino had my favorite Oscar speech of all time. I think it was like a couple years ago. I forget what it was for, but he got up there and he goes. I just want to thank everyone who told me that my idea is great. (laughs) 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 All right. The way we end this show is uh, one good thing or one bad thing of the week. I will start with the one. uh, I don't even know what to call this. The funniest thing of the week. So we had Abby in here last week, my good friend Abby, and uh, she had a colonoscopy coming up. And the first uh, I'm going to let her tell the story on a future podcast because it's too funny. But in the history of people getting colonoscopies, they put her under. She comes out and they go, sorry, you didn't clean out enough. (laughs) We have to do it again, (laughs) which is the worst. So wait, that's not even the funniest part of the story, which we're going to hear this weekend when we go. But the funniest part of the story, which I'll also have her tell you, is that she gets out. She's starving because apparently she hasn't eaten 24 hours, even though she didn't do the prep right. So so now it's double whammy. So we go for the triple. Her mom wants to go for burgers and shakes, which she goes to have a burger and shake. And then, of course, what happens? She has a complete disaster because she has nothing in her stomach. And basically, I don't think she made it home. I think she shit her pants no. on the elevator up. Oh, so my favorite oh, leggings Abby. was the last thing I heard before I passed out laughing. Oh, you know, like, no. oh. So, That's an out. awful story. I think Abby, oh, it's just, I, and there's, I don't know. I can't. There is no way to describe Abby. Abby's One of the funniest, lives, lives goofiest, large. I love her. Uh, and lives <laughs> liberty yeah. gibber. No. Yeah. She lives smartest dumb person, large. dumbest smart it. person, goofball, all wrapped up she in lives, one. She lives know. life. I love yeah. her. Neil, <laughs> good thing or bad thing? Of the uh, ours, mine's a half, half and half. But Bethel's here, so I figured I'd bring it up. We're having oh, a hard. So it's bad, but but you're well, we're struggling, nice right? We're struggling right now. We we we're in a real tough moment. We can't find a show to watch, so we rolled the <laughs> uh. dice. 
We roll the dice and we went. I decide I'm going to go and actually watch Game of Thrones all 82. All of it. Yeah. Wow. So I figured, okay, this will keep us together for at least six months. Mad, However, <laughs> we're having a huge problem because Bethel can't watch violence. Right. Therefore, it, Game of Thrones is a tough Mad watch. Men, it's a tough watch. Mad Men. It was fantastic. I think I've seen most. I don't know oh, if I've really? seen every okay. episode. But there. Are you going to make it through is really what I'm saying. You can't seem to enjoy no. any of them. It's like no, it's painful. dragons and fighting. No, I love fantasy. So like I, I am in it. I'm in the story. I'm no, in you it. Like and then somebody Disney. gets stabbed and I'm like, okay, I'm going to go in the other room for a second. And <laughs> but then you I, like, I let's back. clarify that. You like Disney fantasy. No, that's not true. So that's I like, like rate. It's got to be rated G. I like dark. I like dark, weird stuff. I just don't like the actual violence. I can I can handle storylines yeah. that are dark. I, you are okay. in the movie business. Just it's but fake. That's every no. these people aren't really dead. Lenny, Can't you just I separate? We've, we've established you have no empathy. Right. Really. So that, that okay. <laughs> Wait, Julia, what were you gonna say? There's a show that I highly, highly, highly recommend. Mm-hmm. There's a it's a tiny bit of violence, but it's limited violence. It's a it's German called cartoons with oh pets. German. I it's like it already. Called, yeah, it's a German show. Oh, Called Babylon Berlin, which is like an unbelievable like What's mystery mystery show. I think you can watch it on Netflix. You watch the first season on Netflix, and you'll watch it like right in time for the second season to come out on Netflix. Okay. But I have very rarely seen like better TV than Babylon Berlin. There okay, we go. I'm on it. So All good. Right. And that you're from Brooklyn, so that means it's super cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's super like I'm gonna Everybody's be cool for mittens. a second. I'm going to be like, I'm watching Babylon Berlin. All right, okay. Julie. In your mittens. Yeah, in my <laughs> bed, with mittens. You on. got one? One good thing, one bad thing in the week? Uh, I've actually I had a really good week. Yeah? Yeah. This, this, it's funny because my documentary is coming together. I'm going to be in a ton of debt, but my documentary is coming together, so I'm excited <laughs> about that. Uh, but for some reason, this really hit home with me yesterday. I was I had a really good morning, and I was set up to have a really good afternoon, and I I need like sugar like i love sugar i love sweet things so i was at the fulton station i was like all i want right now is a chocolate munchkin and um so i walk into dunkin donuts and i like ask the nice lady and i'm like can i get can ma'am can i just get like two munchkins and she's like just hands me three munchkins and a napkin she's like it's free Oh, oh shit! Wow, yeah. that you is. just beat corporate America. That yeah. never happens. Go play oh the lottery. God. You're on yeah. fire. That's, yeah. I'm gonna write I, Dunkin' I, Donuts. For some, my, my Can afternoon? you get two? Is that on the menu? I don't know, but I asked, and she gave me three. She was so nice. I think it's like probably seventy-five cents or something. But it she, probably <laughs> fell on the floor. Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shit. Hey, what'd you do with those three that fell on the floor? <laughs> the toilet munchkins. <laughs> yeah. It's like open your mouth. One, two, three. Oh, that's pretty good. That's a good day. Yeah, and good. the afternoon ended up being not super great, but I really held on to that tonight. And I'm like, wow, that, that munchkin thing was really meaningful. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can can you go back the next day and try it again? Keep trying until yeah. she's like, oh, this is now this is getting ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Get cut off. <laughs> Julia Mendoza Friedman, thank you so much for coming. Oh, Bethel in. didn't give hers. Oh, Bethel, yeah, you didn't give one on. of the week. Oh, I'm I, sorry. No, it's all right. It's February. There's one? there's not much good that's going on. Oh no. Oh no. Sorry. You know what? I heard Neil was doing your plumbing. How's that going? Oh lord. Um, <laughs> yeah, we had a plumbing disaster yeah, this week. But that anyway, was crazy. good thing about. Uh, no, you know what? The best thing that's happened this week and is I I have new glasses and I normally wear contacts, but I've been having horrible vision problems, like horrible. It's just getting old and horrible, but I have a lot of eye problems anyway. Like I stigmatism, colorblind, like I have a lot of weird stuff, 
but it's just gotten really bad in the last two years. And Neil was about to cancel our New York Times subscription last week because yep. he's like, you never read it. And I'm like, it's because it literally hurts. Like reading mm -hmm. has become a problem. Whoa. And then I realized that and I was like, oh, that's really sad. So I went, I, I went and made an appointment and I have... Um, progressive lenses oh. these are progressive so i'm trying them out just and i read a book yesterday like oh. it was you know what i mean like it changed my it really? honestly I, not even, I couldn't use progressive lenses they made me sick really mm -hmm. i am i don't know i'm, I'm sort of I, i'm sort of loving oh, you it tried so that was it's a big deal i haven't worked out the contact situation how that's going to be but just knowing i can actually like pick up a book and it's not painful that's progressive the key on you lenses. Too. It's a win. Isn't there a, a progressive lens joke there? Like, Thank does that you. mean you're uh, like a healthcare blind. for everybody? Uh, you're blind. <laughs> Medicare for all. Medicare for all. Blind people for all. Her glasses are going to enter the presidential race. <laughs> they might win. They look really smart. Bernie Sanders glasses for 2020. <laughs> all right. Julia okay. Mendoza Freeman, thank you for coming in and doing it's this. Was Mendoza. It was it fun? This was so much fun. There you go. Have a great trip down there and go meet those three Mexican dudes. Yes. And make some films, will you? We're counting on you. Roma Julia. 2. Oh. Roma only, 2. Only, only movies to put you guys in. There you oh, go. that's right. Good answer. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.